1: Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner podcast.
2: Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in.
1: Baseball is pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the
2: right thing since 1952.
0: Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive, deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going, going. The big leagues. Going, going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye, he is done. It. Here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The Fan. I don't know what this
2: world's be, but I know what it is. Welcome in to the Maybe Hot you know Corner. Or it must be a Wednesday as it's always a Wednesday, although it's a little lighter this Wednesday. Daylight Savings has taken away our after dark
1: and uh, we might get like uh, 30 minutes of after dark today maybe a little bit more than that
2: but slowly but surely we will be hot corner in the evening well don't call me surely and it's my number one thing that i don't like daylight savings for this show is meant to be in the dark
1: i don't know man dark
2: I, mode baby
1: well yeah i like dark mode on anything usually like all my apps are dark mode now my phone is dark mode now. everything is dark mode if you're not dark mode you're missing
2: out. Most importantly, it's just for your eyes. Yeah,
1: I noticed an immediate difference. Like every once in a while, uh, this happens on Twitter on on desktops because you can switch it no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. If I log into a different computer here and I go on Twitter and it's, you know, in its normal white mode, right? it hurts my eyes. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, and I have really bad eyes, mm-hmm. like horrifically bad eyes. <laughs> my vision is terrible. And when people say their vision's bad, no, my vision's bad. Um, the one upper over here, my, I have an astigmatism, first of all. And second of all, Oh, let's all hold the phone. Mike's got an actual problem. I'm just joking. A recent problem too. Apparently around the age of 30 is when your body.
2: astigmatisms really like kind of pile in.
1: Well, your body stops being able to keep that muscle going because it's been going for 30 years. And you're
2: not growing anymore. No. I mean, we might be growing wider if you catch my drift. Well, we do like beer,
1: but. Uh, so your eyes get weaker and they, they can't deal with the, the muscle as much anymore. So you get contacts or glasses that help fix that as well. My numbers are very high, but because of the shape of my eyes, I have floaters. Okay. A pretty good, everyone has some. I have a decent amount of floaters. Okay, wow. I know what you're talking about because I've, I've, I've had them from time to time. If I look at anything that is off-white or white, I'll see them all over my
2: vision. Interesting. Like constantly um so the text line right here in front of me on this giant did this screen get bigger i don't know anyway there's a text line right in front of me 503 250 it is white
1: yes and whenever i look at that all i i mean i can read it but i'm reading through floaters um dark mode has been a lifesaver for me yeah because when i'm looking at things when in dark mode i just don't see the floaters
2: man i have everything in dark mode
1: And it just makes me so much happier. Because the floaters, you get used to them, but they're still annoying.
2: I have everything in dark mode. Once, like, Google let me switch to dark mode. Reddit let me switch to dark mode. Instagram's already has kind of always been dark mode mobile. Uh, And then Facebook switched to it. Uh, Dark mode is life. Speaking of Facebook, you want to know something crazy? I don't know if this has happened to you or Joe, so chime in if it has. Uh, I'm currently locked out of Facebook. Um, A... Someone from Beijing uh, got into my account, Mm -hmm. changed the password, changed the phone number, and created two-step authentication. So I am now in an email chain with Facebook to get my, uh, my page back. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't noticed any sort of like weird stuff on your page. Like, I I haven't
1: gotten a message or anything.
2: That's what I'm hoping. Um, I'm just worried that it's like, uh, I'm like, yeah, Proud Boys, North Portland, you know, I'm worried about that. You think someone from Beijing is going to be doing that on your page? I don't know. Why would you get into some loser in the Pacific Northwest at 35 with a girlfriend who has three kids? Why would I? Probably because you had a bad password and it was easy to get. I don't think so. No, no, I don't. I mean, I check all the boxes. I got numbers, special characters. It's not one, two, three, four. Go Cougs. (laughs) Right. It's go Cougs. One, two, three, four. (laughs) Although my pass, my Wi-Fi password is clay for three. (laughs) Okay. But one of those is spelled out and one's a number.
1: Oh, good luck. I'm going to go ahead and assume because you said that it's
2: four T-H-R-E-E. This is correct. <laughs> <laughs> on my Wi-Fi, that is, I uh, uh, I believe Can 5.
1: <laughs> That's decent. I like that one.
2: Yeah, so I'm locked out of Facebook right now. Which is probably the greatest thing ever, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, what's funny is I've actually been, like, basically deleting everything on Facebook. <laughs> and, like, <clears throat> I'll plan on pulling pictures and then getting rid of everything else and then eventually Anything get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, but we run the Beers on Us page through that, so I do need some access to that, although... That's definitely the least of the three social media. What? Uh, <laughs> um, I get so, notifications that we get a
1: new like, and I'm like, cool. Don't do anything on yeah, the Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: <laughs> and uh, and so they finally got back to me, and they were like, oh, we'd be glad to help. We do need some uh, identification from you. So I took a picture of my driver's license and sent it to them. Mm. Although other than my name and where I live, now I'm starting to think, like, does it say I live in Portland on Facebook? Does it say I live in Pullman on Facebook? Does it say I live in Vancouver on Facebook? I got no idea. I got absolutely <laughs> no idea. They're probably looking at it like, yeah, this guy's Patrick Harris, but he's not Neil Patrick Harris, so we're not going to let him
1: in. And clearly this is Neil Patrick Harris's Facebook
2: page that's been hacked. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, my ID picture, I'm bald. Mm-hmm. I'm bald in my picture on Facebook, mm-hmm. but I got a mustache on Facebook. Can you just,
1: like, email them, hashtag sunglasses are for beer, hashtag red red line life, yeah and and just be like, these are things you'll see on my post, trust me. Yeah. Nobody else says this but
2: me because I'm a weirdo. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My life sucks, and Facebook's the only thing I've got. Don't take it from me. Yeah, it's weird. I can change my password, and they're like, "Cool, your password's changed. Just enter the six digits of your, uh, s- you know, second authentication, and you're good to go." I'm like, "What?" Right. They're so like, they... "Resend the code. We'll resend it to your phone number." I'm like, "Cool. Resend." Nothing. Yeah. So it went to their phone. Yep. So they know they're figured
1: out. Gotcha. I'm on to you. Meanwhile, they're still using your account or whatever, however they want to use it. No. You're it... gonna go on there and see like seventeen hundred Facebook Marketplace purchases. Somehow that are going to get tied to your name and come back oh, to you. God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope
2: not. I got my stimulus today. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I did see that uh, sending fourteen hundred dollars to Americans on St. Patrick's Day as bars are opening up is a terrible idea. Mm. It's pretty I reckless. Saw that it's a great idea for uh, Bitcoin getting boosted though, because the second
1: I saw my stimulus check come in, I checked and it went up like five thousand dollars in Bitcoin, and I was like, "Ooh, people are putting their stimulus money into Bitcoin." Did right
2: you buy now. Bitcoin? Oh yeah, Joe, you have Bitcoin too, right?
1: Uh, I wish I had two Bitcoin. That's for sure. But yeah. yes, I do have a little bit. I mean,
2: neither of us have a full Bitcoin, right? But because uh, a full Bitcoin is what five thousand dollars. Uh, right now currently current sixty thousand dollars. Fifty nine thousand and eight dollars. Sorry,
1: carry the one. My bad. Yeah. So when you buy Bitcoin, you put money into it, and you get percentages of the Bitcoin. Ah. So I, I started. See. I started doing that in like January, I think, or late December. Joe started doing it last summer and really tried to push us to do it and I was very scared and frightened and I didn't and I wish I did when he did because he got in when it was $11,000. I got in when it was $33,000 and now it's
2: $60,000. Yeah, I'm just going to let my kids deal with Bitcoin and uh I'll just let that happen. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I got like, you know, I got like 10 grand. I'm good with that. If you put it into Bitcoin, you'd have a lot more than that. No, I don't want to do that.
1: <laughs> I gotta buy a car, man. I can't buy a car with Bitcoin. Well, you can pull money out. Yeah, it's not stuck. It's like a stock. You can. I'm buy so it. confused. You can buy it and sell it.
2: I don't own stocks either. Mm-hmm. Although I'm mad that I didn't get on that uh, GameStop thing. I'm on Reddit all the time. How did I miss that? I know. Well, I'm I could legit- have easily thrown a thousand dollars at Bitcoin and made or at. uh at GameStop and made like forty five off of it. I, I could have easily done that. Remember talking about that with a coworker at my other place in like August, and I was like, "Hey, I heard that uh, GameStop's got a new guy on their board who mm-hmm. uh, founded Chewy.com, and They're gonna t- totally try and redo the company and just make hedge a- fund in the." Crap and I was like, well, "That might be an interesting buy." And then, and then of course, I did not buy a single thing. And then I'm like, and and oh, the well, that'd got be nice.
1: on it? And then it collapsed because of the whole. Uh, Robin Hood stuff. and
2: When when CNN gives me updates on Reddit that I don't know and I'm on Reddit all day every day, that's that's frustrating. That's because you know why? You don't go to R Popular.
1: That they stuff don't. was on R Popular like crazy. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. Also, the second you see it on CNN, is the second you should definitely not follow whatever they're doing. I mean it's reached the mainstream. And you I know, exactly. And
2: by the time I saw that, I was like, well, this isn't going to happen. <laughs> I think I even got on Robin Hood and they were like, yeah, you can't buy this. And I was like, that's illegal. They were like, quiet, you. <laughs> they weren't the only one to do that, by the way. Quiet, you, small time. Well, it's St. Patrick's Day, my least favorite day of the year, mostly because I'm an Irish from a Catholic fam- family named Patrick. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 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 we're here. Nobody, nobody has hot takes on this? Okay, moving on. I mean, what, what other hot takes did you want? Well, I don't know. And a cascade of booze rained down I from was, the stands. I just figured I somebody just you, might
1: have something to say. I gave you hot Bitcoin takes, and I gave you hot if it's on cnn don't trust it anymore because it's past the point of getting in there (laughs) you know now i know we got a break and i'm trying to be a good co-host a good steward of the show
2: oh oh now you want to but when you work on them other shows see you only love me when you love me but when you go to your other lovers you love them more don't you no Uh, i i will ask smiling i think mike's lying no i'm looking i'm smiling at you because i love you the most no i think you're lying how long of the day went by before you realized it was St. Patrick's Day? Ooh, a solid seven hours. And then I had to enter the date into something, and I was like, 317. Oh, my mom's birthday's in two days. Oh, right. I found out yesterday because I was up until
1: 1 a.m. So when I was on Twitter, I saw the East Coaster saying, Happy St. Patrick's
2: So you found um, out today. Yes. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha, so it, bitch.
2: So it, you, it took you one hour into the actual day to figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you are correct. That is an overwhelming yes. Oakley Doakley, well, we got a show for you tonight. Uh, we'll preview the American League Central and the American League East. Uh, there's some cool things going on. Uh, how to save baseball, but through online? I
1: don't know if that's how to save Gaming? baseball.
2: I think you have Question no mark?
1: earthly idea what this is, but I found it fascinating when I found out about it yesterday. I have
2: no idea what that is, but I want to do that at 745. Oh, yes, give me the short segment. (laughs) This is not prime time. I try to give all segments equal opportunity, okay? Yeah, but you know how this goes. Okay, let's do it next then. Okay. This is how we run things. We're going to talk about something that I have no idea what's going on, that Mike Lynch knows what's going on. We'll do that next. You can follow us on social media. You can follow Mike on Twitter at MikeLynch27. You can follow me on Instagram at PDD085. That also includes Twitter. And you can follow our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, on Twitter as well. JoeFish3, that's F I S C H R A S S. We love it. There's the fan text line, 503-250-1080. That bad boy lets you interact with us. Throughout the entire show, Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4 p.m. Make sure you download that, rate, subscribe, all that kind of jazz. Wherever you get your podcast, radio.com, 1080thefan.com. When we come back, I have no idea what's going on, and that's an okay thing. Baseball, baby. 1080 the fan.
0: This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan.
2: Coming up in about a half hour at 7.45, we'll get into a little story time.
1: Ah, so you're shortchanging your own favorite segment,
2: I see. Well, that's why we always do it at 7.45. It's a good little, uh teeth. Yeah, I got some spring training stories. i I got some spring training stories that'll be fun to get into. One including George Herman Ruth, which could be a good one. And maybe the Griffys. We'll see. Okay. We'll see how that goes. All righty. Uh, Eight o'clock, we'll definitely get into some American League East, American League Central, which are both near and dear to our hearts, and then fair foul at 830. Sound good? Sounds like a great plan to me. Everybody's sounds like fishing. the show
1: is built out. As Primetime would say, suddenly a lot to get to. I know. I know. And I literally walked in with nothing. Well, you know what? That means that you're
2: a pro. Mm, that's short for profanity. Also professional. Ooh, I like that. That sounds a lot better.
1: That sounds a lot better. Also prolapse, which is kind of a disgusting word when you
2: think about other things. Also pro-life. True, true. I am pro-living a healthy lifestyle, although I don't think that's what that means. (laughs) Uh, um, uh, Also, do you follow living a healthy lifestyle? uh, I try to, like I eat fairly healthy. That
1: you do. You know, I try to. All your calories come from beer.
2: Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. You have made the choice that your your calories will be beer-driven. My calories are beer-driven. I do like a good taco from time I have to time. the problem where I love food and I love beer. I love food, too. I just don't like to eat it. My calories come from everywhere, but I also run,
1: so that helps balance.
2: I am world. going to have a very nice dinner this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yes. I have reservations at St. Jack.
1: That is one of the best restaurants in the city. This is true. It is my parents' favorite restaurant in the ah. city. Every time they come here, we go to St. Jack. And they have
2: incredible food. Yep, yep, yep. I'm hitting St. Jack, me and the lady. It felt like, uh, treat yourself. You know how that
1: goes, right? I just watched that first episode of Parks and Rec in my rewatch last week. Oh, 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 Mr. Now You Rewatch stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you
2: like to bash on me for rewatching
1: stuff. The only reason I'm rewatching it is because COVID was really getting to me. Mm-hmm. And my roommate was like, you should watch something you like to take your mind off of. And I was like, you know what? I watched Parks and Rec once, and it's my favorite comedy of all time, uh, TV show-wise. Let me rewatch it. And uh, I did. And I'm loving it even more than I did the first time. It is so funny. You know,
2: I read an article that rewatching things on television is a component of you feeling safe. That you rewatch things, movies, television, music. um, You do those things because they make you feel safe. Yeah, and in a time where everything is
1: blowing up around us, Mm -hmm. generally speaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense.
2: I was kind of having a bad day the other day. Uh, Me and my partner were together, and I was dealing with some stuff, and I didn't feel that great, and she called me out on it, and she was like, just, you know, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to sit here and drink beer, and I want to watch Mission Impossible. She goes, all right, throw it on. I've
1: done that a couple of times where – I think, I'm sure this is the case for everybody, and I, I feel very fortunate that I've been able to come to work every day, but I think that only afforded me a couple more months of sanity than everybody else because, yeah. uh, yes, I get to go to two locations, but guess what? My life is home and work, Yeah. and home and work. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not home and home and home and home and home, but I... It's, and it's not work, 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 work. Thank you, Rihanna. But it's... Uh,
2: I did not even know what that is.
1: <laughs> you learn things every day. Um, but it it's gotten to the point now where I'm going insane, right? Yeah. People have reached that point already, but for me it's happened the last couple of months. And yeah, I mean it's uh I've gone home and I've partaken in some uh some gummies, if you will. Ooh, holla holla holla. And I'll throw a movie that I've seen twice. Are,
2: towards... are they worms or are they bears? <laughs> Neither. Ooh, all right. Neither. I'm always worried the worms are gonna like it. Infiltrate my system. Yeah.
1: Um, and I watch a movie like I watched Ready Player One one of those days. Oh, I've read the book. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, the it's a mostly good book. Way too much uh 80s love. But uh
2: generally old good... like
1: me, Mike, and the 80s are great. Well, yeah, I, I knew his references too, but it was a constant stream of references. That was the whole book. The movie is like a fun, little, simple, easy-to-watch movie. And I just like sat there and I enjoyed my night and I watched the movie, and then I like Put some YouTube on and I went to sleep. And it just felt comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to like this movie. I've seen it a couple times. I did that with Interstellar once, too. I love Interstellar.
2: I do that with Jam Band Sunday every Sunday. Oh, yeah? Follow me on Twitter. I throw out a show to listen from a great jam band every Sunday. I did that once where I did Mike's Metal Song of the Day. It lasted like two weeks and I got bored of doing it. See, this is just on Sundays. So I don't do anything on Sundays. So I just wake up and I'm like, what do I want to listen today? Then I throw it on Twitter.
1: Mm, There you go. I
2: found a new jam band. Really excited about They're called Goose. Ah, so not like Fish, but
1: definitely like Fish.
2: No, 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 no. Not like Fish. Mm. This is better.
1: It's better? Yeah, I don't really listen to Fish. Oh,
2: but they're like one of the main jam bands, right? Yeah, that stuff's
1: all over the place. Okay. Is there also a band called like Elephant? That's a jam band? There's Lotus. Really creative names. Lotus is great. (laughs) I love Lotus. then you got Dave Matthews Band, which is like, I'm just going to name it after myself,
2: you jerks. He didn't. The rest of the band did. They were like, what's the name? And he was like shooting up or something like that. And they were like, we'll just be the Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) He was like, all right. Thanks Thanks for my ego. He was like, I'm high. Who cares?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I kind of understand that, though. Yeah, just being safe, being comfortable. Also, I'm enjoying because my roommate hasn't seen it yet. So he's not, like, sitting down with me watching it, but he'll be Mm -hmm. on his computer and he'll be half paying attention. I get a kick out of showing shows to people that I love Mm -hmm. that haven't seen it. And when, like, he, like, dies laughing at episodes, I'm like, okay, good. Like, this makes me feel even better about it. So,
2: Well, honestly, that's what it was for the longest time. I mean, you know, to to bring this full circle and get back to, you know, the topics we're supposed to be talking about, I mean, that's a big thing with me in sports. You know, it's like last year when baseball finally kicked in in July, I kind of went okay because when you watch even if there's no fans in the stands like i can put a game on and a pitcher throwing to a batter well there's fans or not like that i that just felt comfortable I filled out a bracket yesterday felt comfortable i filled out three today three different ones yeah
1: I've, you do different ones not normally but because this year there's no office bracket and there's no money riding on it and you just you can make as many as you want on espn mm-hmm. i was just like you know what who cares so well, I just I made my main one and then I was like, what if this happens that I also think might happen? And then I did a mix and match. Well, I did one where Syracuse goes with the Sweet Six or the Elite Eight. So jeez, <laughs> You got them winning a game. I got I think they're gonna win the first
2: game. Ooh, look at you. Yeah. It's a good matchup. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh I'm running a pool at the old Bridgetown beer house in North Portland. Ten bucks entry. Oh, really? No. If you won't in, it's due by close of business tomorrow. We're not okay. counting playing games. Well, yeah, you never do. Who would have thought that UCLA, Michigan State will probably be one of the worst playing games I've ever watched? Like, I've seen better 16 on 16 crimes. However, I do believe that if Michigan State
1: wins that game, they're going to win, like, three games. Because it's Izzo. Well, and that's what they do. And they beat top three top five teams in the last week.
2: Yeah. so Or that's two weeks. That's what they so do.
1: So if they beat UCLA, uh, they're going to go someplace.
2: I like my bracket this year. It, uh, it's a little outside of the norm, but it's stuck to my core values. I believe in rebounds and free throws. And then in today's game, you got to throw in, can you shoot the three and can you defend the three? Yep. Absolutely. That's kind of what I looked at. I only, I have two, one seeds going down in round two. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't
1: like the matchups. Is it Baylor? That is one of them. And is it, uh, Oh, God. Who's the fourth one seed? Not yeah. not Michigan, not Gonzaga, Illinois? Illinois. No, no. I got Illinois.
2: Do you got Michigan losing? Yeah. Their best player's gone.
1: Mm.
2: I've seen this. Remember when Kenyon Martin got hurt? Yeah. Cincinnati was like, we're garbage all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> we have
1: Kmart. Now yeah. we don't. And I, we suck. Not that I've watched a lot of it, but I have seen like one
2: Illinois game and they looked really good. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. That kid just won player of the year. Uh well we definitely effed around enough on that to not get to what we were getting to and that was not in the plan I just want to make that I just want to make that very clear this text says SDSU is going to the Final Four bub <laughs> is that South Dakota State I didn't know they were in nobody like I I guess my jokes are just dying on on soapboxes today not all of them can be winners Patrick apparently not those the jackrabbits what kind of chairs are the Irish's favorite. What? Patio furniture. Jesus. Here's Joe with sports.
0: This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 7.36,
2: this is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from Pooh filled Willamette. Speaking of, congrats to CJ McCollum for coming back last night. It was nice to see you. I looked up at the television and said, hey, I know that guy. I felt like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme. I like pointed at the TV. I was like, "Hey, hey, I know that guy. I like that guy. And then Dame Lillard did what he does. Yeah, that guy's fun to watch. I feel really lucky with that. Uh, we got uh, story time with Uncle Patrick coming up here in about 15 minutes. Got some spring training debauchery to get into with that. Uh, but, Mike, you texted me yesterday or the day before. I don't remember. I think it was yesterday. about uh, So some context. You play football manager, which is a, uh English Premier League thing. So- soccer football. Yeah, it's not an English
1: Premier League thing. It is a it is a game. You can pick any league? You can pick
2: almost any league in the world. But it's a it's a league in which you kind of create a team and No, you can just take over whatever team you, you, you want. You take over a team and you kind of manage them through their prog pro- through their progress. For example, my current save
1: I'm playing right now it's the only game I'm playing. I'm like as sucked in as I've ever been to it. Uh I took over Boston United, it's a team in England. They're in tier six, Ooh. and I am now in tier two in the championship. Ah, I played my first four games. Uh, it's way, way, way tougher than the other leagues have been. Uh, and you, you don't actually play the game; you do literally everything else. Right. You set the tactics. You're basically the GM yeah. slash manager. You do the transfers. You set the tactics in the game. You change the tactics. You put subs in. You, you know, you, you motivate them. All that kind of stuff. There's a lot of games of its ilk. If you remember, for those of you who are not PC gamers or not soccer fans. If you remember the old school NFL head coach game that came out.
2: Yes. That's exactly what I think of when I think of this game.
1: Um, NFL head coach was a game where you didn't play. Mm -hmm. It was the CPU against the CPU, but you did everything the coach did. That was a very niche game, but was very popular in a certain community. And as somebody who really, really, really likes hyper realistic sports video games, um, football managers scratches that itch completely. Uh, A lot of people just want to play video games for sports because they want to win by 100 points and they want to make the NBA Finals every year or the Super Bowl or whatever. That's not me. When I play even games on consoles, I try to change all the sliders to make it as realistic as possible. This that I'm about to tell you about is not that, but it also scratches that itch in a weird way. I discovered there's something on the internet called Blazeball.
2: Blazeball. And this isn't isn't what I would think it is in the sense of Like, let's smoke some blunts and hit the batting cages? No. That sounds amazing. This is an
1: online, uh, I think it's a browser-based game called Blaseball. B-L-A-S-E-B-A-L-L. And it's actually existed for a couple of years now. And what it is, is a completely made-up baseball world where there's completely unique made-up teams... And they play each other in the sport of baseball. But as the seasons have gone on, fans of each team vote on rules to implement. And they vote on players to trade. And I guess there's betting in it, not with real money, but with in-game currency. Um, there's things like... Loot boxes? I don't know. I don't think so. If you remember... you mm, See how I know what that is? You what do up, know what that what is? What up, dude? What up? Uh, do you remember Backyard Baseball, the old PC game? Yes, yes. So you know how that was, like, baseball but had, like, weird attributes mm-hmm. and, like, slightly off-kilter baseball things? Apparently that exists in this as well. Like, uh, as the as the seasons have played through, there are, like, weird stats or abilities called, like, peanut butter. And, like, it makes the batter more smooth than chunky and, like, it changes its attributes in a certain way. And it just makes it this goofy kind of, like, Futurama Blarnes ball kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Where baseball changes... Because it's in the future. The good old Blurns ball.
2: Is it you know, Blurns ball? Blurns ball. You know, baseball was never good until the mandatory steroid taking. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what they always say on that, you know. And it, who doesn't like a good, you know, pump full of roids game? So that is that is kind of the basis of it. And every
1: week, uh, Monday through Saturday, the games happen. They're purely simulated games. If you sign up for Blaseball, you choose a team to root for. And then they have like Discord channels and Twitter things to follow, and you can be a part of the community of fans, and you get to be part of like picking what the team does and rooting for them and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of really sounded like an interesting way, especially in a pandemic, for people to congregate around something random and funny but nostalgic because it's baseball and meet new people and feel involved in something when you're stuck at home every day. And I just thought there was a really – there's a, there's a great article on Wired – so mm-hmm. i literally just searching Google Blaseball and it'll show up like the recent article section. The first one is from Wired. Read it. It's, it's confusing, but it's uh, it's very, very interesting.
2: Well, what drew me to it and maybe I misread the headline, but what drew me to it is that it seemed to tie in that fans are using this to save baseball. Like this is generating enough hype and publicity that it could be a benefit to major league baseball and the attendance Maybe. slash viewership. Is this something that can, because I know football manager has increased your watching to an extent because of the increased English, Premier my knowledge league. of right. world soccer. Is this something that could do the same for major league baseball?
1: I'm not hundred percent certain about that because it really does remind me a lot more of just uh, for backyard baseball is the best example I have of it or, or blurns ball. It reminds me of that. It's, It's an iteration that baseball is the basis of it, but it's completely grown grown on itself as something unique. Okay. Um, What I view it more as is a cool way that baseball has led to something unique that brings people together. Mm. Because one of the best things about being a baseball fan, in my opinion, is talking to other baseball fans. It's because we're so passionate about the sport. It's the truth. I mean, mean, so many baseball fans know so much about baseball. It's, I think maybe hockey could be included in this as well. I follow that. Smaller sports. I follow that. The fans are more diehard than, say, of the NFL or NBA.
2: Right. NBA is a superstar-driven league, and that's all anybody wants to talk about. Like, Dallas is not very good, but everyone wants to talk about Luka. Because he is very good. Right, right, because he is very good. The NFL is very fantasy-driven, which is why people are willing to watch – Jacksonville, Houston, you know, like I would never watch that game in my life, but people do. I can see how this just cre just pushes that agenda a little bit more to say, this is why I love baseball. This is why I want to do it. You're right. Mike, our fan base, I say our, a collective hour, our fan base in my opinion is probably the most knowledgeable and the most attentive. Of any of the other major sports.
1: Because in order to be a fan of baseball, you have to be
2: attentive for a long-term season. There's just so many small nuances that you have to get this in. And if you don't, then you just look like an idiot, and we can spot you a mile away. Um, One of
1: my favorite things about this is the team names in baseball.
2: I saw a Chicago—what are they, like the Firefighters or— It is the Chicago Firefighters. I started reading this article, full disclosure. I started reading this article, and like six paragraphs in, I was like, I'm so lost. Let me reread this. And I got done, and I was like, I'm more lost. I'm just going to have Mike explain this.
1: So one one of my favorites was there's the Breckenridge Jazz Hands.
2: (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Hey, like Breckenridge, like in Colorado. Yep. Uh, There's the
1: Los Angeles Unlimited Tacos. Say that again? There's the Los Angeles Unlimited Tacos. That sounds excellent. Uh, There's the... Canada Moist Talkers. Ooh, moist. There's the Baltimore Crabs, fitting for Baltimore. Fitting, yes, yes. There's also teams not on Earth. There's the Core Mechanics, which is the Earth's core. Okay. There are the Hades Tigers. No, they're still on Earth. Well, they're in the Earth. Yes. There's the Hades Tigers. Ooh, yeah, and Hell, we don't know if it exists. or not. There's no. the Hellmouth Sunbeams and the Atlantis Georgias. <laughs>
2: The Atlantis Georges.
1: I don't know why, but this really just... I don't know if I'm going to do it because it sounds like a big commitment. Like, if you want to be a part of this, you got to be on this Discord channel. you got to be chatting. you got to be following your team's games. I'm
2: already confused. It's overwhelming, right? I, I think you should do it and report back.
1: I might. Um, I don't know what team I was going to pick. I was looking and trying to pick one. Apparently, all teams are very accepting because obviously not everyone is from the cities or sure. states that... Or hell. I've never Um, met
2: anybody from the core of
1: Earth. Nope, nope. But uh, yeah, and they just do simulated games, and they've got fake players, and there's real stats. It's a real baseball game, but like weird things happen. Okay. And apparently it's really, really growing in popularity. So I saw
2: this, and I was like, that's not baseball, but it's baseball." I think you should get into that and report back. Okay. All right. I just want to add more things to your pile of list of things you need to do. Mm. Right, right, right. Sound good? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sucked into my Boston United season right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. When we come back at story time with Uncle Patrick, we'll get into some fun uh, preseason spring training debauchery. Don't forget, coming up at the 8 o'clock hour, we'll get into the American League Central and the American League East. All of that is next. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan.
0: It's time to take a trip down memory lane. This is Storytime with Uncle Patrick. A look back on some of the most unusual events around America's pastime. In the bottom of the 10th, Bill Mazeroski slammed the four-bagger to end the game and the series with victory for the Pirates' deep revenge. A Cinderella story of baseball, and the hometown fans went berserk with joy. And forgotten stories from the major leagues. And that's the story of Mike Matheny and the bird Pool. Gather round, folks. It's story time with Uncle Patrick on 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, kiddies, laddies, pull up a chair. I love this. I used to do this in the offseason. Every single week you did it. Yeah, I really like this. I love telling stories about baseball. I'm kind of a history nerd when it comes to baseball. And I just felt for a little fun, because we haven't done it in a while, that we could go through and tell some spring training stories. There's obviously some of the obvious things. Um, You know, Michael Jordan showing up to White Sox camp. Randy Johnson destroyed a dove. Russell Wilson showing up to Yankees. Russell Wilson, team. you know, things like that. But I found some other things that I thought were really fun. In 2005, uh Eddie Perez was playing for the Atlanta Braves. Okay. And at the time so was Tim Hudson. I am a big Tim Hudson fan. End of his career, Tim Hudson? He he is not a Hall of Famer, but Tim Hudson Tim Hudson played a lot longer than 2005. But Tim Hudson was one of my favorite guys. Tim Hudson put on one of those scream masks. You know what I mean? And he jumped out of a closet and scared Eddie Perez so bad that Eddie... fifteen, by the way. Holy cow. See, I told you, man. Tim Hudson played forever. Scared Eddie Perez so bad that Eddie Perez only had 39 plate appearances that season and retired. Because of that? No, but I am just like to think that's because of that.
1: That reminded me, totally not baseball related, but I saw this at Safeway two weeks ago. Mom pushing her kid in the cart. Right. The kid was wearing a mask. Was it a face mask for COVID? No. It was the V for Vendetta mask. Oh, I love it. Terrifying. Yeah. Because I'm this kid was like five mm-hmm. or four, and he's just looking at me in this V for Vendetta mask, and I'm like... Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm like, uh... what are you?
2: (laughs) Why are you about to blow up parliament, little
1: kid? We're at Fred Meyer. The mom was so nonchalant and normal about it. Like, she actually did the self checkout next to me, and the kid, again, staring at me in his weeping banana mask. I'm like, can you leave me alone, please? (laughs) This is a large, safe way. Go somewhere else. (laughs) And she, like, had a question for the person, the self checkout. She was like, yeah, just totally normal, mom. And I was like, what is what?
2: What we, What kid is wanting to wear a V for him and then a mask when he's five? That's a little wild. That's weird. That's a little wild. In two thousand seven, you remember the great Julio Franco? I do. Oh, I, I was. That was a question. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, <laughs> do you remember Julio Franco? Excellent. Of course, I remember. Julio In two thousand seven, in spring training at forty eight, at the beginning of his career, <laughs> at forty eight, he hit a bomb in spring training. Mm, great, and so there's just little fun, little little things like that. But the real stories that I want to tell you is in 1909, a man named Huey Jennings. He was a player manager for the Detroit Tigers. After they played the Giants on a hot and a hot exhibition game, he decided he was going to jump into a pool to cool off. The thing is, what he didn't realize until he already jumped was that pool had been emptied. Oh no and that hurts.
1: Especially when you're not expecting it to be empty. And this is 1909. The uh, This reminds me again, this is a, a personal story that has little but some connection to it, is
2: bah,
1: about five or six years ago, I hurt my lower back slash my sciatic nerve when running. And it only happened because I thought there would be a sidewalk and instead there was a dip for a driveway. So my foot where I thought it was going to land is where I like your body stops putting the pressure in the landing. And then you fall an extra couple of inches down. It jo- it, it jolted my leg so hard it compressed my nerve. Um, yeah, I can imagine jumping into a pool and it, you like give up the resistance to hit the water and all of a sudden you're plummeting. Into
2: concrete. Eight feet into concrete. And it's 1909. So like if you break your leg, like you're in big trouble. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This isn't, this isn't a quick, easy fix. No. Uh, and the last spring training debauchery, I mean, let, let's not forget. I mean, in 1989, the Mariners spring training had this veteran guy on their team, and uh, they had a rookie on their team as well. Those guys happen to be father and son. That must have been a wild spring training, if you think about it, in 1989, with, with the old man, Griffey Sr. and Griffey Jr.
1: I don't know a lot about how <clears throat> they interacted when they were on the team together. Was he like very
2: fatherly did he try to give his son space i don't know those guys have always like griff's always the kid's always been pretty closed off mm-hmm. you know he's he's a great guy he's always been happy you know he clearly loves the game uh but i, I don't think a lot of people know really the ins and out of ken Griffey jr on a day-to-day basis he's unless been, you played with him
1: he's been on Primetime a few times and he's been more open than normal on Primetime. that's great just because those guys are pretty good at getting it out of people but yeah, still sometimes he's just very much like, nah, I'm not talking about that.
2: Uh but the big one that I, I want to- I can respect that. I can respect that too. One of the one of the great ones, though, I do, we do want to mention one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time, George Herman Ruth, also nicknamed the babe. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh in 1925. So Is he the, a pig? <laughs> so so Ruth won the MVP in twenty-four and twenty-six. Okay. Um, but in twenty-five, in spring training. He was sick and nobody understood why. A lot of people think it's one of two things. He ate too, he ate too many COVID, definitely COVID. He ate too many hot dogs <laughs> okay. or he was suffering alcohol poisoning. Okay. Maybe a little column A, kill them all, column B. I mean, let's not forget. Well, you'd you 9- think the hot dogs would soak up the alcohol. In right? 1925, Prohibition is a real thing, mm-hmm. so alcohol is being made in non-traditional ways. Okay. That bathtub might be really gross if you if you catch my drift. Actually, it probably be pretty clean. But everybody... But the funniest thing about 25 is everyone says this is... Everyone... Not everyone, but the history books like to say that this was a down year for Ruth, okay? In 1925... Ruth played 98 games. He batted 290, hit 25 home runs, and had 66 RBIs. So that was an okay year? It was an okay year. He's an all right hitter. Pretty good. Okay.
1: Slightly better than average?
2: Average. I just think that's great. Who won MVP that year? In 1925? I don't know. Talk and I'll figure it out. I do wonder if that was really alcohol slash
1: fat poisoning or if he actually got sick. Wasn't that kind of around when the Spanish flu was? 20s? Uh,
2: 1918. Mm, Okay. Or sorry, the Spanish flu. Yeah, 1918. Spanish flu somewhere around there. For some reason,
1: I thought it was like 20-something. But yeah, I mean, uh, I was wondering if it could have been that sort of thing.
2: COVID on the brain, you know. So let's see. In 1925, the American League MVP is Roger Peckinpah. Who? Yeah, right? Got forty-five percent, uh, closely forty-one percent to Al Simmons. Who? Simons. Don't. Think yeah, I don't know Simmons. those guys. I don't know those guys. So Babe at all.
1: Ruth had half of a season.
2: And I'm going down this list. Didn't play super great, and it just went to nobody. There's a three-way tie at seven with Baby Doll Jacobson. Hell yeah. I don't know who that is, but I liked his name. Baby Doll. And the National League MVP was uh, was a kind of a landslide for some dude named Hornsby. Mm. Was his first name?
1: Roger, but plural?
2: No, Bruce. He 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 did "Mandolin Rain." You know that song, "Mandolin Rain," <laughs> by Bruce Hornsby. Uh, yes, Rogers Hornsby for the St. Louis Cardinals was the National League MVP that year. Cool. Anyway, that stories I like it. Uh, sometimes in the season you can catch story time because. Uh, Sometimes I just like telling stories. I'm about to get back into baseball by Ken Burns. Um, probably slide into the 40s or 50s this year. I don't watch the whole thing every year. I still have to
1: commit to watching it.
2: I don't watch the whole thing every year. I like to kind of find decades, a couple decades around there to kind of get into and just relive all that stuff. Maybe I'll do 30s, 40s, 50s, something like that. Get the World War. Post stuff like that. Get some Teddy ball game in there. Cool. The birth of Joe DiMaggio. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Maybe go all the way up to Kofax. Who knows? All right. When we come back uh, in the second hour, we got to preview the American League East and the American League Central, with which are both divisions near and dear to our hearts. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan.